0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Jonathan Moody, and I've got my lovely co-host over here, Anna Zayden. How are you doing, Anna?
2: Doing good. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. And um, so this is the second uh, episode of the second season of uh, Fights Around Table 2.0, and I decided um, since it is June and it is Pride Month, we're going to have an awesome show um, because we've got the guys who are creating the two creators and I believe some other cast and crew members of uh, Demon Hunter. Um, well, uh, well uh, let me have them explain it in a little bit what what it's about exactly. But first
3: of all, let me have everybody
1: like introduce themselves. So, I guess uh, whoever wants to start.
3: Uh, I'll start. Uh, my name is Tim O'Leary. I am the showrunner, the creator of Demon Hunter, uh, the head writer. Um, I do crafty sometimes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and yes, and I'm here with my. Fabulous team, and I'll pass it over to Allie. Um,
2: hi, I'm Allie Rivera, and I am one of the directors, I'm one of the producers, and I'm also playing Natalia. Nice. All right. Um, nice,
0: to James oh, nice, nice to meet you all. Oh, nice to meet you. you. <laughs> we have two more. <laughs> yeah, two more.
4: <laughs> uh, I'm James
0: Stanley, I'm one of the producers on Demon Hunter, as well as the uh, assistant
3: director.
4: And then lastly, I'm Zach. I'm uh, one of the writers, and I'm also a producer and also acting in it. And that's all of us. And also
2: probably all of us. Nice to meet you all. (laughs) Nice to meet you.
1: (laughs) Great. Uh, Yeah, uh, this is awesome because, uh, yeah, you guys are all, like, you guys are all creatively doing stuff with the project, too. And I think that's awesome when you – kind of incorporate the actors and the cast into the crew, you know, and mm-hmm. stuff, which a lot of people don't do still. But I think that's just amazing that you guys are able to do that. Well,
3: that's what we call indie film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is a multi-hyphenate, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: definitely. So, um, first of all, if you could, I guess, Kim, if you could explain what uh, Demon Hunter is about, so the audience that might not be familiar with it um, uh, can, you know, kind of get familiar with it.
3: Absolutely. So Demon Hunter is a web series. It is about two young, gorgeous men who are mediums. Oh, before I go further, can we swear on this podcast? I can't remember. Yes. 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 Sweet. Oh, man, okay, everyone can relax. Okay, great. So it's about uh, two mediums, uh, which means that they can sense the presence of supernatural energy and uh, demonic energy. Um, And rather than go the Miss Cleo route where they hold seances around tables, they instead uh, create an app where people can hire them to come to their homes and beat the living shit out of the demons and ghosts that are occupying anyone's home. And uh, over the course of the season, their uh, crew uh, grows to six people, all of whom have some sort of supernatural ability, except for one, who her, her ability is that she is a super icy, sardonic, sarcastic, lesbian, Asian, private eye. Who's a stoner?
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> is
1: that you,
2: Ellie? Is that your character? No, that will be the lovely Cara Yeah.
3: Allie oh. is playing a uh, bisexual witch yeah. who uh, may or may not be a little more than just a witch. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm. Intriguing. Oh. Uh, so
3: basically this is a,
1: um, like from what I've understood, it's kind of like Buffy the Vampire Slayer and all the other kind of like supernatural, you know, it sounds like it's got a little bit of that going for it, but it's all kind of a mixture of it all, but, you know, kind of thrown into for the LGBTQ community, kind of, in a way. Yeah,
3: um, it, it is awesome. It's definitely a show a la Buffy and Supernatural with, uh, um, sorry, my dog is going crazy. It's a, uh, a show for the Supernatural uh, Buffy community. It is certainly LGBTQIA uh, representative, mm-hmm. but it's also uh, very much about people of color and also women.
1: Great. Um, yeah, Anna. Nice. Do, you, do you have any questions, Anna, right now? Like,
2: because I don't think you
1: you knew much about this before I told you about it today. No, not <laughs> at all. Yeah,
2: it sounds interesting, and I want to see it definitely. <laughs>
0: okay. well, we want
1: to um, make
4: it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. Tell us a little
1: about uh, about your fundraising right now.
4: So, currently, we are fundraising on Seed and Spark, which is a platform that really highlights projects that are diverse focused. So, it's definitely people of color, it's queer, it's um, women. Women. So, we picked a platform that really would fit the project. And they've actually been very supportive of us as well. They've been, uh, we've been on their most anticipated list. They've been uh, tweeting about us, liking our stuff. So we found a really good home for the campaign. Yeah. Currently, we're about 35% of the way funded right mm-hmm. now. Yep. Um, and we have about 13
3: days left. 13 days. So we are I in the number 13. 13. We're in the final <laughs> trip, yeah, so, I... yeah Yeah. Oh, how many days uh, fun, were you looking fun. at? Well, the entire campaign was uh, 30, and we are now uh, 13 days left, so a little less than two weeks. Oh, nice.
1: Well, good. Good luck with that. Um, And now, I I don't know much about Seed and Spark as much as I know about, um, like, Indiegogo and and Kickstarter. Um, Do you guys get to keep the money even if you don't make the goal?
2: We need to make our 80% of our goal in order to keep the money that we raise. But also, um, what's really unique and super cool about and Spark that I had no idea about was that you can you make a wish list, which is essentially in-kind services. So people can donate gear, people can donate their services for craft services. You can donate your time to be a PA, and all of that counts towards your goal. So. It, it, it adds up a lot to make sure that you can make that 80% and get your green light to go, which is really, really incredible. It's so so unique. I've never heard of it, and it's so awesome. <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah, that's great.
1: Um, and you guys have been promoting a lot on Twitter. Um, How is that going with you
4: guys? Twitter has actually, we found, been the most uh, like like welcoming community for us. We kind of been doing uh, Facebook and Instagram. Facebook's been going very well, um, as well. Instagram's a little bit harder to break into, but uh, Twitter has actually been amazing because we kind of roped ourselves into the horror community, and they've just turned out amazingly for us. Like we never expected the horror community to come out so strong for our projects, but it just seems like that they want to see monsters, and they're willing to help out creators that want to bring yeah. them monsters. So Twitter has been an amazing reception. We've also found an incredible warm welcome from the queer community inside the horror community, which me as a horror fan and a queer, I did not even know existed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so that's been
3: – it's been a revelation. I, don't you feel more seen and heard now yeah, that you know how many yeah. like LGBT horror fans there are? It's
2: been incredible. Yeah, and they're and it's very engaging, which I thought was really really cool to find yep. out. Every, there's so much engagement just not just among like ourselves in one community together, but everyone even yeah all through the threads. It's really cool. It's very interesting to watch. Yeah,
3: I've, Twitter is really. Brought everybody together. Yeah, <laughs> too, which is very nice. And I'm sure they're still stealing all of our data. But and for right now, we're just going to appreciate the good stuff.
1: Exactly. Well, that's good because,
3: yeah, I I discovered you guys on Twitter.
1: I think I think through Ali's uh, Twitter uh, originally, and everything. And I was like, oh, what's this? You know, like it it <laughs> seems to be a. A series that, like you know, you you see the name, and you're like, oh, what what is this, you know, and everything. Um, uh, and I'm glad that like the community itself is is reaching out, uh, because, uh, I actually I've i have never really known like, I know there is a very um, you know, uh, LGBTQIA, um, you know, uh, community in the horror, but it's not as big as like you know everybody else, I guess, or whatever, you know? Like, you don't hear about it as much, you know? So yeah,
4: it's great that they're able to reach out like that. That's also why we think Demon Hunter is so important because we were kind of – we're all kind of, like, geeks and nerds and horror fans, superhero fans, but we also belong to the LGBTQ community. So we kind of wanted to create a project that was both our interest in the community we're a part of but also the things we're passionate about. And so we were kind of just putting it out there being like, if we like this, there's no way we're alone. Yeah. And we found that we were not alone. And yeah. so it's, <laughs> we're really hoping to give something to that part of the community because there are occasional queer-centered horror projects, but it's the representation is lacking incredibly. So yeah. if someone's going to make it, why not it be us? Yeah, absolutely. That's why we're like right on the market yeah. for it.
1: Yep. Yeah. Awesome, and it's funny too.
2: Um, we should we should mention it's horror comedy. Um, Tim and Zach wrote a very fun fun <laughs> script. So like, there. I mean, they found like crazy weird demons <laughs> <laughs> that you would never ever ever think about. Yeah,
0: like a lot of different like folklore from like different places. All right, who wants
3: to talk about the share? Right, I okay. yeah, right, right. do.
2: Did... So, the sheriff is um, a demon that has an eyeball in its asshole.
3: <laughs> it has an eyeball as a replacement of it. A, a replacement, yeah. sorry. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, the best part of that was we used one of those scenes in casting, and there were only two things casting that day it was ours and like the children's like casting. Six years old. Like, and they were adorable. But meanwhile, our room had. You know these fully grown
3: as adult yeah. men
2: shouting there is an eyeball in his asshole and then they walk out and we're like
0: yeah. <laughs> Children and parents just looking at us. We're like it's oh. fine. Absolutely horrible. Yeah. <laughs>
3: like welcome to showbiz kids. Yeah. Get used to it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean they should be used to it. Yeah. Like if a kids right. kids these days you know, are probably hearing all that stuff like normal, you know, or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm um, sure yeah. that they could say
4: things
0: that would shock us, the,
4: absolutely. The kids are definitely hearing about eyeball buttholes. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Right.
1: Well, I'm sure people can't wait to see that. That's going to be interesting. Uh oh, I'm just now quite baffled at the idea because I'm, like, wondering uh, – them. I'm wondering the possibilities of what you guys are gonna do with that. So it's
4: gonna be interesting. Oh, uh, that's and, that, you wait. <laughs> and that's only one of the moments that we have planned for the show. We're really kind of reaching into a bunch of different areas. Yeah. We're also trying to mix a lot of genres together. So we have a, a stoner comedy episode, yeah. we have a poltergeist episode, we have a
3: sexy go go boy episode. Yeah. We are, a bottle. A bottle. <laughs> oh can I can I say the thing that makes me sound really smart? What? Okay, are you ready for this? I
4: don't
0: no, know. No, th-
3: no, this is the only time I'm going to sound smart. Uh, <laughs> so our, we have creatures that um, uh, come from folklore that extend from ancient Mesopotamia to pre-Islamic Arabic tradition. Nailed it, right? <laughs> right. You wicked that.
1: <laughs> Um, well, good. Uh, I I can't wait to kind of more hear more about this. Like completely, like. Um, yeah. So what is your, uh, I guess, once once you guys got the funding, what is your next plan of action? I mean, obviously to make it, but like, you know, like, are you guys going to go right into production
3: or do you guys uh, wait a little while? Yeah, that's a good question. So um, after we make our funding, the plan is to go into pre-production, uh, which will start ideally in July, as soon as we uh, make our budget. Yeah, well, we're probably going to take a week or two <laughs> yeah. to recuperate because crowdfunding is not for the faint of heart, let me tell you. Um, and then uh, pre-production on a series like this will be rather extensive. There's a lot of building of prosthetics. There's a lot of location scouting. Um, there's just a lot of... Uh, moving targets yeah, yeah that you there's have to to kind of hit. there's
4: more actors to so we have more actors
3: habit. right so we're most likely going to begin production i would say in the earliest mid september mm-hmm. and even that to be honest with you is optimistic uh, so we would be looking at a release date of the earliest would be summer of 2020 if we do nothing but.
2: Oh my god, it's 2019. I was like, no, 2019. Like, no, girl. Years, 2019. It's 2019 now. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, yeah, no.
3: Time waits for no man or woman or gender non binary. So we are just going <laughs> forward. Yeah, so uh, probably summer of 2020 would be a release date, realistically. Cool. Yeah. And oh, if wow. we do
2: make, we, we have some stretch goals on there too. So if we do make. Um, a certain amount of money, we can add a couple more episodes, including we have a holiday episode, which uh, is going to be really fun. Yeah. So, yeah. um There's a lot of things that we would like to add on once we do make that goal, mm-hmm. um, and to and kind of expanding on what you were saying, Tim, um, I realized we can't. Yes. <laughs> um, that what, that's one of those things that can be donated through Seed and Spark. Our locations. Yes. So those are gonna, those are huge costs budget items, um, but if people have bars or mm-hmm. you know other things that are on, we have a whole list on our Facebook and Twitter and everything like that, so if people see those and they feel like they can donate a day of their bar or whatever it is, that's a huge help, too.
4: We especially need a big warehouse for a big fight scene. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's going to
2: be a big
3: one. Which may or may not be season finale style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So wait, so if somebody says so Somebody says, okay, I'll, I'll donate my bar to you uh, on Seed and Spark, um, and the bar, I guess, with, for rental for a bar rental, do you guys have to come up with a like a, a price for that, like a budget price for that, or do yeah. you or or do they do that?
3: Well, no, we actually do that. So what we've done before we even set up our Seed&Spark account is we took a long, hard look at everything that we realistically need for this production. So for example, there are some bars that are really great locations to shoot at in LA, but to rent them for let's say two days, which would be the absolute minimum of what we would need for shooting, we're looking at something like $1,800. and that's starting. Yeah. Um, so, you know, what we did was we conservatively priced everything. So we essentially priced its lowest. Um, and so then if somebody were to come to us and say, Hey, look, you can shoot in my bar. Um, then what we would do is they would, they would go into and Spark. They would quote unquote loan us the bar. Uh, we would then, um, take that loan and we would apply it towards our financial goal. So if we were at, let's say 15,000 bucks, and they came in and said, You can use our bar for two days, and we had predetermined that that would be $1,800. We would then be looking at six, oh, right, 16800 I had to do math. I know, I had to do math. So we would then be looking at 16800 as our total goal. So loaning locations, equipment, costuming, uh, uh, food, all of that stuff. Services it, even. Services yeah. really really does help us achieve our goal and that's why we went with Steven Sparks. Or
2: makeup artist or yeah. exactly editor
3: Exactly. Or kind of right. Because we're going to be spending that money
4: anyway. Right. So if someone is just handing it to us, that's Basically, just money for us that we don't have to
3: worry about going and seeking and paying another person to do it. It's right there, and that person
2: negotiating rates. Right. It's fantastic.
3: So, rather than somebody giving us $1,800 to rent a bar for two nights, they give us the bar for two nights. And then that monetary value is applied towards our goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I like that. That
1: That that makes sense. (laughs) It makes it like uh, it, it makes you feel like you're you're giving to a community, you know, like like they're that's they're helping, but you know, in the same way they're also helping you get your goal, you know. Um, yeah. But they're and
2: they can be part of the project
1: in that way. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. I like that. I, I you know I'm a filmmaker as well, so when I do you know when I was doing crowdfunding, I do IndieGoGo or Kickstarter or GoFundMe. But – and GoFundMe seems to be the one that right now people have been giving to, the like, you know, easily, you know, or whatever. So um, for some reason, I don't know, um, I think it's just <laughs> Indiegogo, you know, people have been using it for years, you know what I mean? And GoFundMe is newer, yeah. and so I think, like, the newer ones are the ones that are getting more attention. And uh, Seed&Spark seems to be that thing, so I may – when we start doing crowdfunding for one of my projects, I may suggest Seed&Spark. I don't know. Uh, I'll hey, bring yeah, it yeah, up.
0: But, uh, I think they're like a really good business that is coming up and everything. And
3: yeah. I mean, the one thing. They're that They're very that supportive. They're very 100%. supportive. So the one thing about Seed&Spark is that it is a platform specifically for inclusive projects. Mm-hmm. So they're looking for projects that have something to do with either the LGBTQ community or women in film or people of color but um, but but they're 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 all about creating a world together where we can all create these projects. So they really are. They're just a wonderful platform. Ever since day one, like yeah. they've supported us from it. So great. absolutely, yeah. And yeah.
2: they engage with us on social media. If we tag them, they'll well, immediately respond. Yeah, they'll
3: like, like it, like, retweet it. Cool. <laughs> yeah, they're really supportive.
1: That's great. Like I I love like uh, I mean I use Podbean for a lot of my podcasts. And mm-hmm. like they'll, you know, if I tag them in something, they'll on, on Twitter they like it and they retweet it and stuff like that. And I'm like, all right, that's the you know that's the kind of community I want, you know. And I hate to say mm-hmm. it, this is I use Blog Talk Radio now, and and you know, tweet at them, they won't even pay attention to you at all. So <laughs> and right. you know, I feel bad saying that on air on their channel but on their their thing it's, but it's like true like it's too well, they're
3: in trouble now man <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't think they'll even care cuz I've complained yeah, well, to them before them I I, I totally understand it. what
3: you're yeah I understand what you're saying cuz it's sort of like Kickstarter for example is you know the the grandfather of of crowdfunding and they're so giant right now that you know, if if you're like us, and you're just sort of a scrappy, let's put on a show group of um, people that are, are really trying to put on a a very niche project. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't think they would ever retweet us no. over the <laughs> tens of thousands of other campaigns that are going on at the time. So... Yeah.
2: Because they also have documentaries. Oh. They also have, you know, podcasts. Also. Totally. They everything. They also have people
3: trying to get, get health care right. like, they medical do. care. Yeah, yeah. It's,
4: it's
3: yeah. Become the new health Well, that's the thing. GoFundMe. has said that. They're like, look, we're not a healthcare provider, but that's what we've become. So, yes. Wow. I mean, this is a whole other conversation. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> we should talk about people uh, having sex with demons, which is what our show yes, is about. Yes, exactly. Yeah.
2: But, I mean, you <laughs> might need to <laughs>
3: oh, it just got dark. Okay. Close to oh <laughs> boy. <laughs>
2: or so acute. Right. <laughs> yeah,
1: definitely. So um tell us a little bit like uh, tell us a little bit more, um that like people may not be aware uh about Demon Hunter. Yes. Sure. Uh, like, I'm more that people like might... Go ahead. Like uh like the title itself. You know, with the uh, with no e at the end. Was there a particular reason why you guys
0: chose to do it that way? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you guys know of this one app, but there's this one app called Grinder. Um, it is basically like a date, a gay dating app.
3: Don't lie. Look on your phone, Jonathan. <laughs>
0: um, no. So Grinder is pretty much spelled G R I N D R with no e, so that you know it kind of like fit what we were kind of going for as well um with the whole app kind of feel so yeah i mean
3: it just it just kind of works yeah it's a little cheeky kind of inside joke but yeah it's not so very much inside that everybody won't be able to appreciate it i, yeah. I
1: think right um is there any kind of like i mean i guess is that's the the app is called demon hunter so yeah right?
3: the, the the in-universe Uh, app is actually called Demon Hunter in the
4: show. Yeah. So we kind of were looking at this kind of like uh, since it's based in LA and it's like a modern story, we were kind of looking at what's the next progression to a Buffy style, a supernatural Mm -hmm. style. What's the next thing that's going to be? And we all have hundreds of apps on our phones. So why not have one to help combat demonic forces and (laughs) supernatural monsters that are stalking you? So we kind of played with like what is the Buffy of this time of this our modern life. time. Yeah. yeah. And that's what uh,
3: Tim actually came up with. And that kind of spawned the whole entire thing from there. The The app element of this series was actually one of the last pieces to fall into place. I had, uh, you know, I've been, I've been telling people um, the, the sort of origin story of this, which is that as soon as I got to LA, I started thinking about the show in some form because I moved here from New York and New York is a very uh, grounded City full of assholes, and uh, and I was one of them, mm-hmm. which is why I left, so that I could stop being an asshole. But there's something about uh, Los Angeles that really kind of weirdly lends itself to a supernatural feeling. There is something bizarre and kind of otherworldly about Los Angeles. It's the 405. It's the 405. <laughs> there you go. Um, and so I start to think about a group of uh, LGBTQ people that were fighting demons. And then um, my husband, Robert Rice, who unfortunately couldn't be on this call with us, uh, but he is a producer of the show, and he is also uh, a main character, Uh, he and our good friend, Jay Mallory McCree, uh, who you might know from Good Trouble, uh, they are developing an app, or they've actually developed an app together, and their business is launching. So for a little while, our apartment was sort of the headquarters of the building of this app, and it was all app all the time in my home for about a month. And I started to think about what it would be like if you had an app where, you you know, let's say that you had a poltergeist in your attic and you just had an app where you could poop poop and just call people to come over. And what if they were, like, super hot dudes? <laughs> even
1: better. Even better.
4: <laughs> and then from that idea, uh, Tim brought me on as a writer and we started fleshing out, like, other characters that we wanted to see in the universe because we kind of looked around at, like, who's in our life? And, like, do we see those kinds of people on TV? Do we see right. them in movies and stuff like that? Right. And we realized we're surrounded by such, like, a wide cast of, like, friends, family that don't look exactly like what you see on TV. So we wanted to really give them their spotlight, a moment to shine. They could be the heroes. Some of them are the villains also, but there's both heroes and villains, and mm-hmm. they just are who they are. And it's not... We're very much, like representation is very important to us and all of our characters almost all of our characters are part of the lgbtqia community but there's not we don't have to have a reason for it it's just that's how the world looks yeah. there's no reason why someone is a part of the community they're just born that way so we wanted to create a property where they just were and there's not a reason behind it there doesn't need to be a coming out story there doesn't mm-hmm. need to be uh, the trauma of like the parents that don't agree or anything like that. It's just a world where they are who they
3: are, and they kick ass and fight monsters. Yeah, there's yeah. very little talking about feelings versus talking about killing monsters.
2: Right. <laughs> and to your guys' credit, um, Tim and Zach, I do have to say, like, you did a really amazing job of just making that that's the landscape. That's, that's What it is and. It's not about oh this is acceptance and the, it's not about their It's, not an, as, right, no. it's yeah. not an issue show, right? Yeah. It's not an issue show. Really. I think
0: pleasure. we're past that. Yeah. yeah.
3: We, we yeah. need to be past it. I mean, there's still
2: room for that, oh, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah, but but that's not what we're doing. We're yeah. we're adding to the tapestry of beheading and evisceration. Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and we wanted huh. our characters to really feel organic. They yeah. weren't forced to be anything specific or be like an icon to like this or that or that. They just are
3: who they are. Wait, are you saying Ali's not a queer icon? Because sure,
4: <laughs> I mean, he's my The fans sure <laughs> a
3: queer icon. The fans yeah, will decide you. that. <laughs> well,
1: I mean, yeah, I love that, I, I especially love because you uh, pretty much, guys, yeah, pretty much just kind of told the idea of like, you know, i I'm being told these days as a writer that. You have to create a world, right? Like a different world that nobody's ever seen, but people have sort of seen. You know, like give, give me something uh, similar but different, you know? That's kind
3: of You have to and create what, an original story that feels familiar.
1: Right, exactly. And yeah. what you guys did was you took a world where uh, where these, these things just – it's just everyday. This is just an everyday thing, you know, or whatever. And people just accept that, you know, and everything, and kind of just to it, you know what I mean? Um, you know, kind of like mm-hmm. True Blood, you know, the fact that there's this vampires everywhere in True yep. Blood, you know, and people just kind of are like, okay, you know, like, that's just yep. normal to that world. But to us,
3: we would be like, what the hell, you know?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's that yeah, that something that Zach and I really talked about early on, is that we we're saying, okay, if we're... with place in this world where the general public knows that there are demons and monsters etc then we're already in an alternate universe yeah and if we're already in an alternate universe why not have it be one where sexism and racism and homophobia don't exist so that way we don't know oh my to God. With those issues. yeah, yeah. You know, it's, like, why, it's, it's a little utopian except for the fact that monsters are killing people <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> which is quite frankly the only utopia I would like to live in. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, that was really something that was kind of our M.O. Uh, it was like we deal with enough dark stuff in real
4: life. Why not have? I mean, we still got the monsters, which are the the real villains right. of the story. In this, that we don't need to talk about the like darker realistic scenes. Let people have an escape. Let people see themselves and let people see themselves fighting evil and doing good and just being who they are. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree. And uh, I think that's awesome that you're able to create a world where all those things don't exist. But my big question about that, and and I'm guessing you guys probably either, you know, can explain it now or not, but um, do you guys, I mean, That stuff that, like, you know, sexism, racism, all that stuff, is that just never spoken about and
3: stuff? Or is it just
1: something that is kind of spoken about in a way or whatever, like that it doesn't exist?
3: It was a very deliberate choice, and I made that pretty early on, and I don't think I ever really wavered from that. And that's not to say that characters don't define themselves, because there still has to be that definition and that that sense of identity. Mm -hmm. And actually, this is something that Zach and I talked about a little bit. Uh, particularly with bisexual representation, which Mm -hmm. is really, I think, one of the stripes of the rainbow that gets the least exposure. Very underrepresented. Yeah, and um, so Allie's character is bisexual, and there is a scene, and it's a real kind of throwaway scene. Like, it's not a scene that weighs heavily on any character – but somebody assumes that Allie is, or Allie, not that Allie <laughs> that Allie's character is gay because she had dated a woman, and then she explains that she's bisexual, and she of course defines bisexuality as being attracted to two or more genders, so gender non-binary or or, or what have you. Um, and we just felt like that scene was important because specifically bisexual representation has been an issue in a lot of queer uh, shows. Yeah. But. Um, but no, to, to you know, the simple answer to your question is no. People really that the you know, no one struggles with issues of identity.
4: It's almost like they're too huh. busy fighting monsters to kind of be dealing with the fact that someone's skin tone is different than theirs. It's just yeah. a world where there's oh bigger
3: God. things to deal with. I realize we just missed the ball because we should have totally ri- written the scene where they're beheading monsters and being like, I just don't understand your world experience. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: is that why the monsters are attacking because they think everybody is different, (laughs) you know, or whatever.
3: (laughs) They're actually just all a metaphor for, you know, the more conservative parties.
1: (laughs) That's awesome. Like, I love this. Like, this is, this is great. I think um, this will be really good for, I mean, and maybe um, it will help others. Like, you know, that might wanna come out and be afraid to come out or whatever and it might help them in some way or another to actually like watch the show and see how freeing people are on it. You know, have you guys thought I about mean, that, that or
3: I mean, you know, the the one person that I keep talking about, um, is one of our cast members, Tomario, Fletcher, who's playing Jeremy. Uh, And, you know, one thing that he told us is that when he was a kid, he never, he he never saw people that looked like him. He never saw black heroes on television. And then the first character that he saw was the black ranger in the first season of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And Zach, right? Yep. Zach, yep. And so uh, he said that, you know, being a little kid and seeing this guy on Power Rangers who was an equal member of the team, kicking as much ass as everybody else on the team, and he was. So cool. And he had his own identity. He had his own storylines that were told from his point of view. That made him feel seen and invited into the conversation in a way that he never had before. So if we can do that for, I mean, this sounds so hokey, but if there's literally one person that feels a little bit empowered for seeing themselves um, in Demon Hunter, that would be the best. It'd be, be an happen. honor, yeah. That'd be, yeah, it'd be great. Yeah,
4: because I can remember growing up, there was not a gay hero, a gay like. <laughs> I mean, gay superheroes have existed in comics and <laughs> stuff like that, so but not on in film. popular media, yeah. we still are this far into how like into Marvel and DC, and we still don't have a
3: gay superhero. Nineteen on. movies in the Marvel Cinematic no? no? Universe, and we just had our first female-led Marvel. I movie. know, right? That's you know? yeah, like that's how far we, it was. Seventeen movies,
2: and, and she's white and blonde. And she's
3: white and blonde. And, but it was 17 <laughs> movies before we had our first black superhero in Marvel, and 19 movies before it was the first woman. Um, and, and so DC rolled out Wonder Woman quick. And,
0: yeah. <laughs> they, uh,
3: well, uh, quick, yeah. quickly, relative. But, um, but yeah, so that really is, you know, that's something that I always talk about. Is, uh, growing up as a kid, like I was, you know, um, I never saw gay action heroes. And I remember just wanting to see something where a gay dude threw a punch. Just threw a punch. One punch. That was all I needed. And there was a character on uh, the second season of Buffy who came out as gay. He was a very minor, like, tertiary character. And um, and he, it, it came out, you know, he came out and it was a joke. It was not a joke on him, so it wasn't cruel, but it was uh, uh, played for a laugh. And then in the season three finale, he, um, he actually got to kill a demon. He didn't even have a line, but you just see him kill a demon. And it was like a split second in a montage of demon killing and my little baby gay heart like <laughs> held on to that moment for so Aww. long because I was like, Oh my God, that's what I want to be. Yeah. I want to be that gay dude that slays the demon. I have since <laughs> aged out of the time where I would be appropriate for one of these roles, but, um, uh, but that was really something that I wanted to create. Um, and so it's, it's very exciting to be able to do that.
2: And we just had um, one of the really amazing things that um, I'm I don't know if it was you that came up with it or or whoever. If it was just, just general. If it was amazing, it was probably it's yeah. probably. Probably oh, yeah. general. Yeah. Um, uh, but there's a whole bunch of different things that we're doing with the campaign. There's um, we have Monster Mondays, where we introduce a monster and we kind of throw little clues out there, followed up by Trivia Tuesdays, where you have the reveal of what that monster was. And then there's Feature Fridays. So Feature Fridays, we've done. Um, you know, like, what's your favorite scary movie? And it's the cast and crew kind of talking about their favorite scary movies, what their childhood fears were. But today we did one that was a little bit more serious, and it's my favorite because it talks about um, it's all of us on the creators, the creative and production side of things, talking about why representation matters to us and what this project actually means to us. And it's, it was really interesting because we, we kind of filmed them. Together, and there were some that were filmed separately and in different rooms or, you know, not everybody was there for everybody's pieces, but everyone kind of said, had a very similar story. Like, why why do I have to be put in this box? Why does it just, you know, I've never been able to identify with the people that are on screen, and it makes you feel a little bit alone or it makes you feel a little bit like you're not whole or accepted in a certain way. So, you know, if, if people are listening, I think it's really important to check that out because that um, we talk about women, people of color, gay, everything. Yeah. So, um, and, and, and I think it's so important because we are such a huge cross-section ourselves. We come from different backgrounds. We are, you know, men, women, gay, straight, all Puerto different Puerto Rican, black,
0: Asian, black, yeah. sexual, yeah. yeah.
2: And, you know, ethnically ambiguous. That's That's what, I kind of identify with, but there's nothing really on screen about that. People put that out in castings, but they don't really know what they're looking for either. Mm-hmm. So that's been very challenging and kind of really interesting to come to to kind of come to terms with and see. And a project like this is great for that because it doesn't really matter. Again, the landscape is already there, and it exists where you know you don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Like hot flashes. Uh, yeah that's
1: uh-huh. just amazing like and i love this and i'm so excited for you guys unfortunately we got like seven minutes left and i don't want to oh. um you know um i, I don't want to all of a sudden like be talking about something and it cuts us off because it literally will cut us off so i wanted uh. to um go around and you guys tell us um aside from this because I, mean, I know you guys work on other things as well are you guys up to anything else or is this just your primary concern at the moment
3: so um if any of you motherfuckers are working on anything else, i'm gonna kill you uh no we're all i mean look it's hollywood it, we're all hustling um right now i'm working uh with this fantastic guy named raul vega who is uh the assistant to Hans zimmer the film composer and we're working on two podcasts right now um but demon nice. hunter is my primary concern
2: cool That's sweet And same, we have a couple of other projects that are kind of um, in the works as a producer, as an actress, and all that good stuff. But nothing that is taking precedence right now, because again, crowdfunding is 24/7. Yeah, and 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 even just like having a day job (laughs) has been taking (laughs) away from that. And it's like you feel like, oh my God, I'm not doing everything that I possibly could be doing. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
0: um,
1: Oh, uh, Anna, do you have any? Oh, oh go ahead I'm oh, sorry
0: <laughs> Oh yeah I mean yeah basically uh other stuff like we're doing I mean we're kind of like me specifically I like recently moved here so I'm still trying to like get kind of like my guess my foot in the door so like just working on this project is definitely like a dream come true honestly um and I'm I'm currently working on a podcast with my partner right now um hopefully for that to come out Maybe next year, we'll see. <laughs> see how things turn out with Demon Hunter first. And you were just signed by a commercial agent. Yeah, so. just have my first official agent. Well, me and my partner first agent signed with us. So like that's right. that's an amazing, you know, amazing milestone huh? for us as well.
4: So we're always doing stuff. We're always staying busy, but the thing is, this month is Demon Hunter month. So <laughs>
2: everything gets
4: put on odds. Because we all believe in this project and we all want to see it happen, so all yeah. pretty much like hundred percent of our focus is in this until we hit that goal, yeah. and then even past the goal because
3: we want to make an amazing product. Yeah,
0: especially yeah. for the fans and everything. Yeah,
3: and it's Pride mm. so this is uh, the time to fund queer shows. So everybody listening,
2: give us money! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> or donate your services.
3: Or donate yeah. your services. Or your Come bar. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, uh, people can go to demonhunter.com. That's uh, D-E-M-O-N-H-U-N-T-R.com, much like Grindr. There's no E-R at the end. It's just an R. We don't believe in e's. We don't believe in (laughs) Um, And you can go to our Twitter page, which is Demon Hunter Show, our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash demonhunter. And because we like to make things difficult, our Instagram page is Hunter series. Um, but usually if you do a search for Just Demon Hunter, D-E-M-O-N-H-U-N-T-R, you will find us. And we're always putting out new media, new videos. We
4: have three different series, like Ali said earlier, the Monster Monday, the Trivia Tuesday, the Feature Friday. We're always doing new stuff, so there's always something new to come back and check out. Right. Yeah. And usually there's, like, hot people
3: and taking their shirts off and stuff. Usually. So. Go, go check <laughs> it
2: out. Or demons with eyes in their apples. Or that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's
1: awesome. well uh thank you guys for calling in uh anna did you have any last things that you wanted to ask or say or anything
2: oh well i hope you guys get the stuff going like i hope your funding comes in and you're able to start soon in september soon so hopefully you make it to that goal um, uh, um worth mentioning too um Steven Spark, and I feel like we're doing a commercial for Steven Spark, um, Steven Spark <laughs> is also great because your followers count as well. So if you are unable to pledge or donate or, you know, give your in-kind services, you can also follow the project. And once we reach a certain amount of followers, we just hit 250, which is like yep. the first one, the first milestone to hit. Um, what's the second one? 500, right? 500, yeah. So once we hit 500, we'll unlock some more um, incentives for filmmakers through their site, which is really great and very helpful, too. Um, so if you, you know, either way, if you can follow us, it's still supporting the, the and campaign. And
4: following is completely free. Yeah. You just make yeah. a free account through Steam Spark. It okay. takes five seconds. That is it. Yep. You just click a button that says follow, type in uh, your
3: email, and all that together. Five seconds and it means the world to us and really helps us. And if you have Gmail, it usually goes into the promotions folder. So look there.
1: Okay. Cool. Nice. Thanks, guys.
3: Uh, I'll thank definitely do that. I'll uh, I'll I'll get a profile there just to
1: just to follow you guys and help you out. So, thank you. Uh, yes. Thank you so um, much. Uh-huh. All right. Well, thank you guys. Thank you guys for calling in and everything. And uh, good luck. And I really hope to see this on uh you know out there. You know, and everything. I think this will be should be a big hit. Yes, yeah, definitely. We hope so too. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Right. Well, you guys. See you all. You guys all have okay, a great thanks. night.
0: You like well. Go. Take care. Have a Thank good you.
1: weekend. Bye. Have <laughs> a great Thank one. You. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. All right. Well, There you go. I hope you guys enjoyed the show and join us in a couple weeks. All right. Have a good night, everybody.